0: Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. On today's episode of Tiara's Tears and Triumphs, I explore how to move from fearfulness to a life where you feel free again so many women who are in abusive relationships have that privilege of feeling free in their life robbed from them so this is such an important foundational step for women to Start moving away from fearfulness, from having fearfulness limit them and limit their lives and their ability to move on, move forward, to rebuild, to tap into their desires again, to reignite their dreams. This is the first step, and we're going to explore this today. So let's open the door on this week's episode. Just a caution if you feel unsafe at any time please stop listening you can come back anytime you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast your safety is the most important thing to consider have you ever wondered why fearfulness is holding your life to ransom even after you have broken free from an abusive relationship You're feeling frustrated because there is so much more that you want for your life, but you are afraid to do anything differently. Understanding why this happens and learning how to stop fearfulness from limiting you is the place to start, to change the trajectory of your life and take you on a path towards your dreams and your desires. Now, fear has two meanings. The first is forget everything and run or the second which is face everything and rise. As a victim of abuse you have done an amazing job to this point in your life of surviving and you may have had to forget everything and run because that's what you had to do just to survive. Once you have separated yourself from the person who was abusing you, you are in a new space where you may be still working hard to try and defend yourself from ongoing abusive behaviours from the person you have separated from. Or you may have respite where that person Is serving some time because of abusive acts, and you feel like your life is in limbo until that person is released, and then you you fear dealing with vengefulness from that person on the other side when they are released. Or maybe you have a pretty good idea that this person is at a safe distance, but you are suffering from anxiety, PTSD, or depression. Or maybe you have turned to things like drugs or alcohol to help you cope with the stress that you are living with. Or maybe you have been estranged from your children during that time that you were caught in a cycle of abuse and you are still trying to get back to to your children again and re-establish contact with them. So there can be many different complex things going on in your life, or maybe you're just scraping by financially. Maybe you feel like you are drowning in debt, or maybe you have been displaced or even homeless. So there are just so many different scenarios of what you might be experiencing. So many more than I can list here. But let's have a look at the dynamics of an abusive relationship and the fallout effects of this for victims and survivors. But don't worry. I know this sounds heavy and we're not going to stop there. So you'll have an opportunity to do a couple of exercises at the end of this episode to help you take the first important step away from fearfulness and towards a life where you become free to be the person that you truly want to be. So for you to feel safe and secure, the first thing you need is to have your physiological needs met. What do I mean by this? These are just the things that you need for your basic survival, like the air that you breathe or the food that you eat or water that you drink or a roof over your head or clothes to wear. And of course, we all need sleep to rest and regenerate. Now, maybe some or all of these needs have been threatened in the time that you were in an abusive relationship. So what happens when our most basic needs for survival are being threatened, fear and insecurity can take hold. So we're all born with a part in our brain called the amygdala. This part of the brain has a really important role. If your brain senses danger, it signals the brain to pump these stress hormones and this prepares your body to either to fight for your survival or to flee for your safety. So this is there to protect you and to keep you safe. And thank God that we have it because it helps us to stay alive. So the next thing to understand is that we have three different parts to our mind. The first two are widely known and understood, but the third is not widely talked about. But it is there nonetheless, and we will talk about that. So the first part of our mind is our conscious mind. Now this is the part of our mind where we are really aware of our thoughts especially when we become more self-aware. So you will have heard of the expression guard your thoughts and there is a very very good reason for this. Now the late great Mahatma Gandhi he expressed this best when he said Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. And your habits become your values. And lastly, your values become your destiny. So, this is the natural cause and effect of what will happen. And it's really good to understand that this is the way it goes. So basically, when you guard your thoughts, you are aware what thoughts are coming up for you. And you can better see then what beliefs are associated with these thoughts. And your beliefs are embedded in your subconscious mind. So if you believe that you have no security, you will have thoughts that reflect this. Now, your subconscious mind, it just adopts beliefs. And these beliefs are adopted from your lived experiences. So this is what teaches your subconscious mind what is true and your experiences are real and therefore your subconscious mind will just accept those as being the reality so if you have been to hell and back in your abusive relationship your subconscious mind will be doing its very very best to defend you from more pain and suffering and may very well be sending you thoughts with strong emotions of fear attached to it So is it any wonder that you're finding it tough to create a new life or to feel free in this new space that you are currently in? So please don't think that this is bad news. It's actually good news because understanding that your subconscious mind is doing the best job it can to try and protect you will help you to be more compassionate with yourself about triggers that arise as you take this next courageous step to rediscover yourself and gently embrace your path to healing and wholeness. Now, this last layer of the mind that I touched upon is our super conscious mind. And this is the part of the mind that holds our inner wisdom. So you may know it as your intuition or your sixth Sense. So, this part of your mind might not feel accessible to you right now. And this is understandable because you may have lost trust on many, many levels, including the ability to trust in yourself after what you have been through in the abusive relationship. So, in time, as you take more and more steps away from fearfulness, and you keep moving in a new direction where you feel free to be yourself again, you will be able to access this part of your mind again far better. So now I just want to, I would like you to just imagine um, a little turtle. And this little turtle, her name is Shelly. Now, she was very very shy and she's also very scared so Shelly the turtle she relied on her hard shell to protect her she would curl up into her shell the first moment she sensed danger approaching and she would stay there for as long as she felt she needed even if the thing that she felt threatened by was no longer there. So sometimes she wouldn't eat or drink to the point where she was feeling physically weak and quite unwell. She knew that she needed to come out of her shell to get the nourishment that she needed to help her feel better again. But the fear of being hurt kept her there until she was quite unwell. So poor Shelley, she had not seen that the threat had passed she had not seen that there was a cool pool of water only a short walk away and she could not see that there was good food for her to eat just around the corner she couldn't see any of this because she stayed in the dark recesses of her hardened shell because she had been hurt in the past and she did not want to risk being hurt again can you relate to Shelley? This is what it is like for victims and survivors of abuse. The very real experiences of hurt and and suffering that you've been through make you withdraw from what may lie ahead for you because your subconscious mind is just trying its hardest to protect you. So today is an opportunity for you to gain and awareness to be able to differentiate between real and perceived threats. So when you start to understand the difference between these two, you can start to shift your thinking. So have you ever noticed yourself and others when you are acting defensively or when they are acting defensively now, this is a sure sign that there is an insecurity underneath that is making you feel that there is a need for you to defend yourself, and the same will go for other people where you've observed this same um, thing happening. So a need that a need is just it's this threat is you know is not being met. So your need is not being met and so you're feeling threatened by that. So the more that your needs are being met, the less need you will have to feel insecure. So, and the less need your subconscious mind will feel to protect you in the same way. So you need to start having these new experiences to retrain your subconscious mind that there is a different life there for you. So this is going to take some time. These um, thoughts have been embedded in your subconscious and they need to be replaced. And these things can be replaced, but you need to do the work to do this. So this is the place of hopefulness because this is a great place for you to start. So. What do you need? I want you to just ask yourself now what do you need right now to feel safe and secure? Are there basic survival needs that are being threatened for you at the moment or that you have lost because of the things that you've been through? If there are, then you may very well need a helping hand. Now, I want you to just remember for a minute the difference between the two ways to look at fear. What you want is to move away from forgetting everything and running, and you want to move toward facing everything and rising. So what you need to be able to do is you need to be able to pop your head out of your protective hard shell and take a look around you. So that might mean that you might need to connect with support services to help you to get your basic needs of survival met. So that is the number one priority because until you get those needs met, you will continue to feel insecure and with good reason because you do need to have these basic needs of survival met. We all need to have These basic needs of survival mesh. And there are many support services out there to help you to meet those needs. And you just don't have to go through all of this on your own. I didn't go through it on my own. And thousands of other survivors, you know, also turn to support services too to get their basic needs for survival mesh. So this is just. You think of it as your foundation. What you're doing is you're laying your foundation right now in having those basic needs met. And those support services are there to help you. So my number one motto is that your safety comes first. So you need to have your basic needs of safety met. And this is why if you do not feel safe, you will feel insecure. And if you feel insecure, you will remain on the defensive and fear will then make you forget everything and run and it will take you away from the direction that you want to go in, that your heart is really desiring for you to go in. Now, I'm going to quote a Bible verse, but please don't think that I am, you know, um, saying that anybody should be of any particular faith. But this Bible verse speaks a lot to me and it's one that's really well known. And It says, fear not for I am with you. Now, this does not mean that you should not experience fear. Fear not, we will always experience fear when things that we come up against are frightening so and fear can be a warning sign that there is imminent danger and we should not just ignore it you know that is why we have this inbuilt thing to help us to detect threats and for us to act in a way that is going to protect us from being hurt. But what it does mean is it means that you will experience fear, but with support you can face everything and you can rise above it. So this leads me to the the next most important thing, which is really it's your sanity. You have been through a lot. You will need to face this need, whether that means finding a counsellor or a therapist or a peer. Who has been through what you've been through and understands the steps to move from victimhood to becoming healed and whole again? So it's somebody who really understands moving out of victimhood because otherwise, you know, you can stay stuck in that place of victimhood and your life will still stay on the same course and you won't be getting any further along in the direction that you want to go in the one where you feel free again to be living a life that you want to live. So, but there are a lot of women out there who have been victims Um, of abusive uh, relationships who have come out the other side who have done the work that is needed to have their basic needs met again and to then get onto this path of healing and wholeness again and rebuilding their life in a way where they become um, independent and they have security back in their life again so these are the women that you um you can connect with to to get that support that you need so there's a lot going on for you and guess what (laughs) we're all the same when we seek counsel from someone we admire and we respect they gain these clear insights about us that we can't see for ourselves because we're too close to everything that's going on for us you deserve a chance to be open and to talk about your feelings and your experiences you really deserve to not be in a place where you are feeling too ashamed about what you've been through to be able to talk about it with somebody else so as i said you you know this is where you need to Be able to feel good in the company of that person that you're sharing this with. You need to feel safe with them. It's really important that that person uh, makes you feel safe enough so that you can open up and you can explore and see what they see for you and your life that you don't have the clarity about because you're just too close to what's going on. So, but I do understand that you may have trust issues. If you didn't have trust issues after what you've been through, then that would be really surprising. So, underneath all the abusive behaviours that go on in an abusive relationship, underneath all that rubbish, underneath all that, you know, all that goes on, there is a need for that person that they feel that they need to exert power and control over another person. So, and with your ability to control your own life because of someone else robbing you of this, it's been taken away, not of your choosing, but because somebody else has exerted this power and control over you, that you'll need to find your way back to feeling in control of your life again and a great place to start with this is the serenity prayer so this will help you face everything and rise this will help you find your way back to your superconscious mind which is where you need to get to. Now, I want to be clear that I'm not promoting, again, like I said, I'm not promoting any religion or belief system. This is understanding that there are forces greater than ourselves in these physical bodies that can play a powerful part in helping us in life um, if we allow it so that we can, you know, move towards living a life that we love. And it can help us to feel in control of our destiny again, which is so powerful. And that's what I want for you. I want you to feel in control of your life again. I want you to feel as though you have choices. I want you to feel able to tell the difference between real fear and perceived fear so that when it is perceived fear, that you can face that thing and you can rise above it. Um, And this will help you each step of the way toward living a life where you can experience what it is to feel safe and secure again. I want you to feel as though you can reignite your dreams and listen to your heart's desire. And my hope is that this prayer that I'm about to share with you that has helped me in, in being a compass to guide me many times in my life that this prayer will also help to guide you too. So this is how the prayer goes. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Now, the first line of this prayer, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, helps to set us free from the drain on our energy of those things that are not within our control. These things will otherwise hold us back in a place of worry and fearfulness. They will keep you in your hard shell of protection and you will miss the opportunities that are there for you to follow through on the next line of this prayer. So the next line, the courage to change the things I can. This is where you want to put your energy. And this is something that you can do more confidently when your basic needs are being met. So don't feel you have to act on your own to getting these needs met. But you have to have the courage to connect with the support services and talk to them and be real with them and tell them about what your needs are. You need to be prepared to get vulnerable. And this can be really challenging because You would rather stay in that hard, protective shell that you feel is going to keep you safe. But these services, support services, are designed to help you and they are there and taking very responsible roles in helping women who are very vulnerable. So you do need to be prepared to get vulnerable in this space to be able to tap into that support to help you meet those most basic needs. But just take it from me, you don't have to feel worthless because you are in need of this support. You may feel as though you're robbed of your dignity because of the position that you are in needing to ask for help. But please know that thousands of women have been in this position too and hold fast to what I'm telling you now, that the person who truly lacks dignity is the one who has put you in this position in the first place. This is now the time where you can find a path back to rediscovering your worth. If you feel as though you need help with this, there is a link in the episode notes for you to register your interest in the next workshop to help you discover that your net worth is not your worth, that your current situation is not your worth. This workshop will give you training to remember your true value. This is the foundation for all success. Low self-worth is the greatest block to abundance. Until you heal, your, your feelings about your worth, opportunities will pass you by. And I would love, love, love to help you with this. I'd love to help you rebuild your life on the other side of leaving an abusive relationship. Finally, the last line in the prayer and the wisdom to know the difference tells you the importance of making a distinction so that your energy, your beliefs, your thoughts, your words, your actions, your habits, and your values will be directed to a life where you feel free again. Okay, now it's your turn. Go to the episode notes and do two things. Actually, I want you to do three things. So I want you to firstly register for the next work workshop and this is going to help you to heal the way that you feel about your worth. Next, I want you to sign up for the Love and Abundance Meditation. And lastly, if you are not uh, already a member of the Facebook group, please join the Rise Up with Tiaras, Tears, and Triumphs Facebook group. And one last thing, I want you to spend five minutes making a list of anything that you need right now to help you meet your basic needs for survival. Then connect to support services that you that can help you. Okay, so I want you to work on that list and start getting those basic needs met with some help and support. Now, for anyone who's listening who is in Australia and you would like to have access to a list of, um, of support services, you can access this list through my website. There is a link in the episode notes for that too. So having your basic needs met, your basic needs of survival, this is your foundation on which to build everything else in your life when you are rebuilding your life. So this is your place to start to face everything and rise. So please keep an ear out for future episodes for more steps on the From Fearfulness to Freedom very simple nine-step system this is step number one you are on your way so that's it for today stay well and stay safe we all go through dark times when we do we often feel alone this is a safe space for you to come and look for some light i'm a survivor of an abusive relationship And for a long time, I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel, but when I turned a corner in my life, the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on, to go from surviving, to rising, to striving, and finally, to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles i am a survivor and i use my experience and skills to help other women like me please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity kindness and compassion are treasured And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe, Sandy.